Hello and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our seven day a week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 189 of our trek and yesterday we studied the science of making wise decisions. Today we will explore why it is wise to always discuss and not argue. If you miss any of the days of our Wisdom Trek episodes, please go to wisdom-trek.com to listen to them and to read our daily journal. We are recording our podcast from the studios of the Big House in Marietta, Ohio today. After meeting with our renovation contractor, we decided to go ahead and have the ceilings in the library, parlor, and downstairs hallway and foyer all drywalled at the same time, since it will save us additional costs of mobilization and he has time in his schedule right now. Because of this, I will be working on Saturday to remove the acoustical ceiling tiles in the parlor and the downstairs hallway foyer area. This was not part of my plans for the weekend, so I have to work quickly to get it all completed. We are also looking at replacing the windows in the library and parlor this spring. The original windows in the house are very drafty and not as functional as they should be. This evening we have our Marietta grandkids coming over and I'm sure they'll love helping Gramps out with the additional renovations. I'll leave the wallpaper on the walls for them to remove. It is quite old and comes off very easily. So let's move on to our trek for today as we set out on our trails to discover why it is wise and prudent to always discuss matters of differences and avoid arguing. When Paula and I were dating the year before we got married, one ground rule that I set between us is that I would not argue with her. I wanted to set the guidelines for our marriage and felt that if differences arose, then as intelligent and rational adults, we could calmly discuss any issues that we may have. And after over 36 years of marriage, I can say that we have kept to that commitment and have never had any type of significant arguments between us. It is possible if you're committed to making it work. So now on our trail for today, which we will call Discuss But Never Argue. There are certainly some personalities that can be labeled argumentative and that shows in their behaviors and relationships. Arguments can be avoided and a lot of heartaches prevented by being a little careful. The best way to win an argument is to avoid it. An argument is one thing that you'll never win. When you win, you lose. When you lose, you lose. If you win an argument but lose a good job, customer, friend, or marriage, what kind of victory is that? Pretty empty, I would say. Arguments always result in an inflated ego. Arguing is like fighting a losing battle. Even if one wins, The cost is more than the victory is worth. Emotional battles leave scars and a residual ill will, even if you do win. In an argument, both people are trying to have the last word. The argument is nothing more than a battle of egos and results in a yelling contest most of the time. So I have this question. How do you argue with your spouse or close friend? Well, first of all, there should be no losers. Do you really want your spouse, whom you love, or a close friend to lose an argument with you? Think how constantly losing arguments will play on that spouse's or friend's self-esteem. It is a fact that spouses influences each other's self-esteem more than any other single factor during their married life. Arguments are usually started because one spouse feels that the other has messed up or is wrong. The Bible has something to say about how to correct someone when you feel that they are wrong. The Bible teaches us that we should be slow to anger and that love covers a multitude of sins and that we should not think ourselves better than others, including our spouse. As Jesus' half-brothers James wrote in his letter, James chapter 1, verses 19 and 20, Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. So when a married couple loves each other, they will not be quick to correct each other, especially when they approach it with the wrong attitude. But what if your spouse is selfish and doesn't seem to ever want to change and you feel you cannot overlook their selfishness any longer? 
How should you deal with that spouse? Galatians 6.1 says, Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path. And be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. And also in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25 says, For husbands, this means love your wives, just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her. These two verses teach us that when we feel our spouse, or anyone really, is wrong, we should be very humble and gentle with them, and that we should love them to the point of being willing to give our life for them, as Jesus did for the church. This is a prayer that I pray every morning that I would love Paula as Christ loved the church. It certainly has helped me to stay focused on what's important in our relationship. The second question is, is anything really worth arguing about? Ephesians 4.26 says, And don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. The more arguments you win, the fewer friends that you have. Even if you are right, is it worth arguing about? The answer is pretty obvious, a big no. Does that mean you should never bring up a point when you disagree? You can, but gently and tactfully by saying something neutral like, based on my information. If the other person is argumentative, even if you can prove them wrong, is it worth it? I don't think so. Would you be able to make your point a second time? You wouldn't really. Why? Because the argument is coming from a closed mind trying to prove who is right rather than what is right. Let's look at this example. Say that you are at a social gathering and a good friend authoritatively says, guns are to blame for the recent upswing in violence in the world. You happen to know, or at least believe in your mind, that it is the breakdown in family and social structure that is causing the increase in violence. So you go to your smartphone and bring up your research and studies on Google that proves your point. But do you really make a point? Maybe, but the other person could probably bring up numerous studies that proves that he's correct. So what should you do at this point? Well, you could do one of four things. First, you could make your point again and start an argument. Second, you could bring up your studies on your phone or tablet that would prove your point. Third, you could avoid it. And fourth, you could discuss it, but not in an argumentative manner. The right choice is usually number three, or at best, a calm number four. This is the type of topic that you can easily find studies to prove whatever you want to. In the end, no one really wins. As the old saying goes, a man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. If you do want to accomplish great things in life, you must be wise and practice discernment and maturity. Maturity means not getting entangled in unimportant things and petty arguments. All arguments eventually become petty. And the third question is, what is the difference between an argument and a discussion? First, an argument throws heat, a discussion throws light. Second, one stems from ego and a closed mind, whereas the other comes from an open mind and a desire to learn and possibly change. Third, an argument is an exchange of ignorance, whereas a discussion is an exchange of knowledge. Fourth, an argument is an expression of temper, whereas a discussion is an expression of logic. And fifth, an argument tries to prove who is right, whereas a discussion tries to prove what is right. Make it a habit to avoid arguments at all costs. If a subject is worth debating, it is worth discussing calmly. You never win an argument because everyone loses. And that will end our discussion for today. But please share Wisdom Trek with your family and friends and encourage them to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. And we will expand our trail from today and learn how not to let conflict keep you from success. That will finish our podcast for today. Remember to listen to your daily dose of wisdom each day at wisdom-trek.com 
or you can subscribe at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or any of the other social media platforms. And please share Wisdom Trek with your family and friends through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person so that they can come along with us each day also. The journal for today's trek can be found at wisdom-trek.com. Thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, you are my friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.